Oscar. And welcome to Lost in Comics. Lost in Comics. Issue 74, people. We're moving up there. And uh, like we always do, hey, make sure you get this video right now, wherever you're at. Get, you know, Scroll down there and uh, like this video while you're at it. And if you haven't already, sub to the channel. And uh, everything we need you need to know about our anything social media is in the description of the video as well. So you know where to find us. You know what we got going on, and uh, make sure you tell somebody. You know, you know that's your homework for this week. Tell one person that likes comics about Lost in Comics. Get them to sub and check us out. See what we got going on. That's right, and you can also hear us in podcast form, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, wherever you get your podcast, guys. For everyone listening to our podcast, and you cannot see us. Just keep in mind, this is a live show on YouTube, so you might hear us talking to members of the Lost in Comics family and reading comments out loud, and we're not crazy. We're just talking to other people in the chat, guys. We Man. sure are, and we have a packed packed show for you today. We got a lot of uh, comic, uh, some of your favorite content. We got a uh, comic news, comic showcase. We got Woo. new comic book day, which we cannot do without. And That's then, right. have you ever felt like quitting? Have you ever had comic burnout? Man, we're about, to, we're about to get show you some tips for that tonight, and then bottom of the stack wraps up the show. Awesome! Before we get too far, Oscar, before we start getting crazy and and talking about uh, burnout and new comics, uh, just want to thank our sponsor for issue number seventy four of Lost in Comics, and that is BCW Supplies, the premier and downright best comic yes. supply company in the world. It's true. We're not lying when we say yeah. uh, BCW is the only comic book supply company that we use here. At Lost in Comics. That is right. That is. Am correct. I right? Uh, you are. You are correct, sir. And uh, so, how have you been? We took a week off, right? Yeah. Get some, get some uh, stuff done with the show. How do you feel? Yeah. What's on man, You know what? It was a it was a refreshing week, mm -hmm. man. And you know, I know we didn't have a live show last week, guys. Uh, last week would have been issue seventy four of Lost in Comics. But here's the thing: we've never taken a week off in seventy four weeks, even. <laughs> so. That's crazy to think about, but even last week we didn't do the live show, but we still released content. So we are faithful and committed to you guys. We still yes. release content, but Oscar and I got a lot of things done last week. Um, it was it really what felt like we were under maintenance, bro. Like we got some <laughs> new ideas flowing. Yeah, uh, we got some new stuff in the show that we're gonna be able to show you guys. So 
I'm so excited, and we, we're probably going to do this every quarter we discussed. Um, yeah. So it's very cool, man. It, it's it's nice that it, that it has to go along a little bit with uh, with our topic of the evening, you know, burnout. Uh, yeah. We want to make sure that that doesn't happen to us, right? Exactly. So we got to take that uh, that uh, time to self-reflect and, and really uh, refresh the show. Perspective. The perspective, exactly, you know, so we can give the best uh, content and uh, be the best out there, man, you know. We gotta, you know what we got to do, we got to do, you know. So, exactly. How have you been, man? I've been good, man. I, I, uh, you know, I got to leave uh, the job that I was at, and uh, now I'm so happy. So uh, <laughs> I will be, man. I will be back permanently. So uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy for that. Uh, as long as uh, uh, I'll be working for the post office, as long as they don't give me something Boom. stupid, and, stupid and crazy schedule, man, it should be all good to go now. So there you uh, hear, you heard it, guys. <laughs> Oscar is going to be yeah. here every week from here on out so and yeah. i'm so excited dude I know. the boys are back in town <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh for sure, man, man. <laughs> let's uh let's say hi to some people in the chat really quick oscar let's start from the top lewis shadow rabbit clay guy what is up dude he was here early hayner yeah. what's going on hayner uh film noir tara what is going on grabs in the house who else we got? We got uh, Lauren. Dude, Lauren, welcome to the live show. I'm so welcome. glad that you're you're able to join us here tonight. Uh, there's a Hainer again and Adam. Wouldn't be a show without Adam, man. Uh, Wouldn't yeah. be a show. I saw John is in the house. What's up, John? Thank you for thank you for checking in with us, man. Uh, HK Wifey 420. I know I recognize that that picture from Instagram. <laughs> What's up, Tom? What's going on? And I saw Boogie, 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 Burnout Kill Comic Cast, Take Time Off, 100%. Pulling, what's up? What's up, Pulley Strings? <laughs> you playing pocket pool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Did you see uh, Lauren Smith just real quick? I, we're gonna we're gonna really try to to rein this in this week, bro, with the with the comments, guys, because you yeah. guys you guys are dragging us out to like two hour shows, man. So yeah. we're gonna really try to rein it in. We love you guys so much, but man, Lauren said, "Stay home." Congrats, <laughs> Oscar. Hell yeah, working uh, on quitting my job when I can too. That's man. that's it, man. You're you're being an inspiration and a light already, Oscar. I hope so, so man. So yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Let's. Do this thing. You ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, yeah. man. It is it is time <laughs> for some Lost in Comics news. I will start off the, the segment here. It was announced yesterday, May 19th, that HBO Max and Cartoon Network will have a pair of new animated series featuring DC's two biggest heroes, Batman and Superman. It's going to come in the form of Batman Caped Crusader. It's that's the name of the title of the of the new animated series. It stems from the creative minds of Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves, and it promises a, fe- a fresh take on the Dark Knight and his popular Rogues Gallery. In contrast, my adventures with Superman will bring a youthful energy to the world of the Man of Steel in a new animated series aimed at kids and families. Oh, nice. What do you think about that, man? I like that. I, I like uh, you know we need to, we need, DC needs to really increase their their uh, cart their animations and their movies. So anytime they're putting out something good, I I love it. I'm all, I'm all in, man. So, um, dude, Oscar. No, yeah. Man, how did we miss this, dude? Now I know we're we're trying not to hit to the chat as much as we said we were going to. But look at this, oh, Adam. Man. Oh, dude. 
Well, we've done it before. We've done it before on the show. So yeah, are you, you ready? ready? One, yeah. two, three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Wow. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, sexy Adam. To you. There we go, man. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Lost the comic style right there, baby. There we go, man. All right, man. We're what's going on? We're already. Yeah, we're we're doing it, but like we gotta we gotta have control, guys. Okay, so here we go. All right. Advanced orders for Spawn Universe Number One, a book that marks the expansion of of Todd McFarlane's signature franchise, are so good. McFarlane says it could get say it could get a sales benchmark for Image Comics. I quote, it looks like Spawn Universe number one is going to be the biggest new launch for Image since 1998, the first issue of Fathom, McFarlane says. He also stated that early orders are well over 100,000 with FOC, which is final order cutoff, still nearly two weeks away. Man. Incredible. I think Incredible. a couple of those are mine. Are, are probably like <laughs> um, all the, <laughs> the stuff they're putting out, so. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited, man. Spawn has been on fire. Uh, I'd say since issue 300, it's just continued to just go up. It's trending yeah. up, and yeah. this is going to be a great. If anybody's ever wanted to get on Spawn, you know, obviously, uh, you're we're already past 300, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff out there. But uh, I heard Todd McFarlane say something that you can jump on at this point, and they're going to make they're going to write these issues, uh, the Spawn universe uh, issue number one. It's going to be good for new readers. Um, so awesome. This is a chance for you guys, if you have not been into Spawn, to jump on, uh, jump onto the series. And you know, if you need some help as far as where to start, there are a lot of Spawn fans that we know, yeah. and we can also help you with that as well. Uh, so just correct. reach out to us. But I'm very, very excited about that, and I'm so happy for the success that uh, that Spawn is having, especially uh, Todd McFarlane, man. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Our last piece of news here. After many changes from DC Comics over the last year, it is facing yet another one. And this is a big one, guys. Details are slim at this point, but DC Comics, along with many other portions of AT&T, have been sold off to Discovery Inc. Wow. A new, yeah, I know. A new unnamed company will be formed that unifies brands such as CNN, TBS, TNT, HGTV, Food Network, Discovery Channel. Warner Brothers Movie Studio and streaming services such as HBO Max and Discovery, which will also include our favorites, DC Comics and WB Games. It's important to note that this deal is expected to go through mid-2022, so about a year from now. But there are a lot of rumors, and many people are speculating that this could be the end of DC Comics. I'm going to choose to not believe that. Um, There's a lot of negativity out there. People are saying, hey, this... You know, with Discovery taking over, they don't care about comics, and they could just be a little, <laughs> uh, you know, a brush off to them. But uh, what do you what do you think of this, man? Well, I think I think that may be true. They may not care about comics, but everybody loves money, and they're only buying these up things, these things up to make money. So right. I would think, as a big company, you're going to lose out on something if you do it with comics. So I don't I don't think that would really happen. I hope not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think I would be stuck 
not knowing what to do with my comic collection as well. So, yeah, I don't well, know. it could be sad. It could be, but we're gonna stay positive, man. We're gonna. It's not gonna happen. Um, yeah. It's not gonna happen. It is not. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh man, hold on. You're you're good. You're good. I think he's getting a delay on his side, but but you're good, brother. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the next thing. Yeah. All righty. Comic showcase. Comic Showcase. That's right. Comic Showcase, guys. This is the portion of the show where we show off a couple of books from our collection. They are just random, special, maybe special. Maybe they're not. Who cares? Not. Is we're just <laughs> going to talk about. We're going to show off some comics, man. So let's start off. Yeah. I will. Let me show my first, if you don't mind. And this is Batman issue number three hundred and sixty-eight. And this is the first uh, first time that Jason Todd is officially Robin. So that's Batman 368. Uh, okay. First like time. A, yeah. Some some uh, minor key action there, right? Minor key it, action. Would that be considered a minor or a major key? I'd say it's like a mid-level key. Mid-level? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the first time that Batman approves Robin to actually, yeah. you know, to actually be, or approves uh, Jason Todd to actually be Robin, so. Pretty cool book there. That's awesome. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. So I guess I'll go up next to keep things right. going. I got uh, Superman uh, issue number one. Uh, mm. I think it's like volume two, number one, I guess. But uh, I could have sworn. So do you remember that one time that we were out with with uh, with Edwin, Jabroni, mm. comic Jabroni, and he yeah. was after these covers? I could have sworn he had said that they were like a Neil Adams. But the, I think the other one he was after was a Neil Adams. But. I remember him after this one as well. Anyways, uh, I probably wouldn't have picked this one up if I hadn't been for him telling me about it. But when I saw it in the wild, I was like, oh, I got to get this, you know? So uh, kind of excited about that that cover right there anyway. So it is a Neil Adams cover? I couldn't – I couldn't. I don't know for a fact, to be honest with you. Okay. I was trying to look it up before the show, and I, I couldn't find anything that said it was a Neil Adams cover. But I remember it being part of that, uh, that, crypt, that kryptonite uh, – that thing, you know, that it's on these covers. There's a couple of them like that. Yeah. So I thought it, I thought that's what it was, but it, I'm, I could be wrong. So nice. Anyways, but yeah, I like it. So it doesn't really matter, I guess, you know. That's all that matters, dude. That's yeah. all that matters. All right. Next up, we have, I'm just doing all, I'm going Batman heavy today. We're going Batman. You would. <laughs> the Batman issue 428. And this is the death of Jason, of, of Robin, Jason Todd. I know we're showing uh, to do some Jason Todd love today. So oh, Batman yeah. 428, this is a, the part three of A Death in the Family. So book three of four, Batman 428. A beautiful cover there. So got to love that, man. That's yeah, I, th I think Steven is right. I, I I saw that myself. That's why I was kind of a, a little bit confused. But like I said, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, I'm a little bit of a rookie still. You know, uh, I'm learning. I'm learning nah. as I'm going, you know. So, man, I really, I really got to get a uh, side note. I got to get another camera, dude. This I always look like I'm like a sweating pit <laughs> over here, and I'm not sweating. I swear, but yeah. it's just like the way it hits me. It just looks like I'm like greasy when or something. I don't I know. Hit you right like a <laughs> That's amore. There you go. Yeah, we got this. this is a singing issue. <laughs> it's, a, it's a singing evening. It's a singing yeah. evening. Oh, What's man. up, comics with Bueller? What is up, Bueller? Thanks for checking in with us, my friend. 
All right. All right. So Oscar, next up, Briar. Beautiful. It's like the 18th, I think, like a, the eighth print, I think. But it's yeah. a, it's like a 25th. special, yeah, a special cover there that I had to get for uh, nice. something that's killing the children, number one. So, um, yeah, so that's my, my second cover there. So I love it. I love it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there look who go. finally made it, man. I was gonna get very, very upset if uh oh, didn't get didn't make it in the in the chat tonight. So what's up, Steve? I'm glad you could make it, man. No yeah. worries. We won't hold you to you know to being late there, but yeah. Boop. All right. There you have it, guys. That is our comic showcase. It's time to talk about some new comics. Oh yeah. Let's it's go. The day after. New comic book oh, day. God, new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. Boom. There we go. Happy day after New Comic Book Day, Oscar. Happy day after New Comic Book Day to you, good sir. I uh, overall yesterday, you know, every every time we measure these New Comic Book Days, and some of them are extremely good, and you just have a top heavy, uh, or you have a lot of good books. It's hard to make your picks of the week, things like that. But overall, yesterday, what did you what did you personally think of of New Comic Book Day yesterday, Oscar? Uh. It was it was uh, it was good. You know, there was there was definitely some things that I wouldn't say were all disappointments, but there was definitely some issues that I was excited to read, and I thought I guess I expected more, uh, but not to say I was let, let, let down either. I guess if that makes any kind of sense whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, it was a pretty good week. A lot of great great books came out. Uh, so yeah, I I can't wait to talk about it. How about you? How did you feel about yesterday? Okay. I thought yesterday was a big DC day. Uh, I thought there was a lot of good DC books, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. After we put out the, the books that we're talking about this evening, I was like, dang, most of them are DC because it was a very good DC comics book uh, day yesterday. Um, the rest were kind of middle of the pack um, with one star at the top, I believe, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, well, without further ado, guys, what we do around here, this is new comic book day. We're going to give you our disappointment of the week, something that we did not particularly we're not fond of um and then we're gonna do our do talk about some comics and then we're gonna have our picks of the week so let's start off with your your disappointment uh, yeah so little disc disclaimer i guess i don't want to you know saying a book is a disappointment i think is a huge a huge thing to do right yeah and so i gotta i gotta admit i had to kind of stretch to make this a disappointment of the week it okay i was disappointed in in a way of it but not not to really bash the book, you know, but I, I expect to get some flack because I know I think Adam even liked this book, and I think you might you as that. well. Yeah. So it, it was a stretch. It was a stretch. Let me let me just say that. So, anyways, I had the uh, the Legends of the Dark Knights uh, writer and pencils by Derek Robert Robertson, uh, inks by Derek Robertson and Richard P. Clark, colors by Diego Rodriguez, letters by Simon Boland. Uh, Bad Night, Good Night is the name of the book. Uh, this is a short story told from the point of view of Gotham uh, police and the commissioner Gordon about a Russian weapons dealer who is selling a gas weapon uh, and the villains of Gotham are all trying to get their hands on it. Of course, the Joker is the one to succeed in this. Uh, Batman goes after him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the story gave me a feeling of it being, it being from like times past, of course, like it's an older story. It felt very predictable. To me, it felt very like Adam West type batman show you know very kind of corny i guess and the lines back and forth uh the art style was very 90s but i did like it the use of color the colors are very very pretty and uh, it, it looked good it was a well done 
uh, as far as Batman books go, but I I did feel like this type of story it could have like if done right it could have just been in the main storyline of Batman somewhere along the line. I don't understand why it's a mini. Uh, I guess it's just a way to make some money, but uh, that's my take on the disappointment of the of the week, man. So <laughs> hit me. Hit I- me. I disagree, man. I I, 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 I mean, I, I guess I can understand. No, I can't. I, I really don't understand where you're coming from. But <laughs> no, this was a this this was a DC digital first comic. Of course, you and I don't really read digital, so yeah. you know we read. It came out in print yesterday uh, yeah. or Tuesday, I should say. We picked it up yesterday. Um, but there's a new villain, a new player in Gotham. It's the Gas Mask Killer. Um, and he's developed this toxic gas that brutally kills its recipients. Uh, and the, the gas mask killer is going around, around Gotham's elite criminals and he's soliciting bids to get them to buy his, his gas, uh, <laughs> his toxic gas. Right. Um, but the story is told from Jim Gordon's point of view as he waits, uh, he waits next to the bat signal and he's talking, having this conversation with some detectives from the GCPD. And I like that, that storytelling that's taking place. He's like he's talking to them and they're they're kind of relaying the information, how it how it happened from the top. And I I like that whole form of storytelling. But what I really, really liked about it, I just felt like this was just classic Batman action. Uh, You you said it. I mean, it's like the Adam West. It's not uh, I wouldn't say it's that dated, but it definitely had some more like 90s uh, type of Batman vibes. But uh, classic Batman villains, uh, including the Joker who's the last person who needs a new toxic gas. Right. Yeah. Um, But I would tell you if, you know, everything that's going on in Batman's tiny and run right now, you got a lot of new characters, you got the magistrates, uh, you have new villains that have been popping up. You got punchline that popped up. Um, I thought this was refreshing to just have some classic Batman villain action. And it's reminiscent of the original Batman uh, legends of the dark Knight run. Um, So but I really this, enjoyed it, especially the art. It was a big plus for me. Uh, if I had I, one criticism, it would just be why gas? I mean, we always we get uh, the Joker toxin all the time, and we get a lot of gas in these. Uh, <laughs> it seems like a lot of times. So that that would be the one criticism. But otherwise, I thought the story, the action was was a lot. Uh, it was it was really good, and it kept me very interested. I'm I'm looking forward to the next issue. See, so like I know you said you disagree with me. I, I just feel like, of course you would. You're a Batman guy. See, like if you were a Batman true, guy and you said that, I would be like, oh, you're you're probably right. But I wouldn't expect anything less. That's not from true. Because <laughs> like you know, last week there were there was like, wasn't there like there was like three or four Bat books last week or Bat family books. I didn't even oh, put really? them. I didn't even get them in my top ranks because they were good. And and you're you know you're right for the most part. I'm always gonna enjoy Batman books. Um, and I will tell you, this was not a favorite book of the week for me, but I liked it. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I would definitely not have put it as a disappointment, <laughs> but, uh, but I totally, yeah. I know you have high expectations and you want, I, I, I kind of know your vibes and your, you weren't feeling this. So it's all good, man. Yeah. I did mostly pick this up for the first appearance. Really. That's really the reason I did it. Is so. it the, ga- the gas mask killer? First yeah. Appearance? Okay. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you live and die with that. Uh, From spec you know, to collect. From spec. So, yeah, so now, exactly. You didn't know, guys. Now you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So there you go. Uh, let me talk about my disappointment of the week. And uh, I want to have a. Uh, so we're, here we go. Next up, this is Heroes Reborn, issue number three from Marvel Comics, written by Jason Aaron. 
And guys, this uh, this is just not for me. Uh, I was intrigued by the plot of the story. Um, the Avengers are no longer around because something has happened in the universe. But Blade remembers what it was like when the Avengers were Earth's mightiest heroes. So I, I love the concept of this story. But apparently each issue is a it's like this major exploration into a different character of the Squadron Supreme. And to be honest, man, I, I could care less. I, I, I want more of the story and to build on to the aspects uh, of the event and of that concept of, of the Avengers not being around, you know, what's, what's brought them to this place. Uh, instead we're getting like half of the book about so this particular issue was about blur the the character you see right there on the front cover. Uh, he's basically like the, 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 uh, Marvel version of the flash. Um, and it's really, like I said, it's just like this exploration into the character and it's not, uh, I, I want story, man. I, I don't I don't need like it's like these are like one shots about these characters. And the first issue I was, you know, I was kind of like I didn't enjoy it, but I thought the concept was good. So I'm going to give it I'm going to give it at least, you know, two or three. And I gave it all the way to three and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so. I did not pick this up. So I can't I can't say I I only picked up issue one uh, for spec purposes, really. Okay. And uh, I did I did enjoy the read of, of number one as well, but yeah, uh, I knew I knew going in I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna be get in for the ride with this. Uh, I haven't really been impressed with anything from Marvel really, and uh, yeah, so that's my take <laughs> on that. <man. laughs> um, so honestly, guys, I, this is a Marvel event that I was looking forward to, and I thought I might give it a chance. I really did, uh, and I in my mind I thought you know what I think it's six or seven issues for the whole event. This is an event. It's got tie-ins. I wasn't going to get the tie-ins. I was yeah. going to try to read this event. But rather, with this issue, I went ahead and decided, Oscar, to go ahead and and, and part ways with it uh, permanently. Uh, so I'd like, to, I'd like to send it off in, in good fashion. Okay, well, we Maybe. sure will. Here we go. So there we go. You know, yeah. the issue that Marvel wanted to keep me in there and uh, they they with their ter with the bad writing and everything else going on in the book. They let me go. And I'm um, or I should say I'm letting the book go. But there you go. We're, awesome. we're parting ways. Awesome. We're parting ways. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But there you go, guys. Those are our disappointments of the week. And yes, we're going to talk about some we're going to talk about some new comics that came out yesterday. And let's start off with one of your books that you wanted to discuss. That's Wonder Girl, issue number one. Tell, talk to us that about it. That's correct. So that's uh, Wonder Girl number one, writer and artist. Uh, it's uh, Joel. I think it's Joel Jones, if I'm jo saying that correct. Joel Jones, yeah. Jo uh, colorist Jordi Belair. Letter is uh, Clayton Cowles. This dude is a beast. I, I, I see him everywhere, man, with, this, with the letters. But uh, anyway, story opens up with uh, a little audio. You're, hear you're hearing audio of a flight getting ready to land uh, while Yara is is a hearing. She's hearing this while she's daydreaming about a past memory. Uh, I won't spoil it for you, but this does give some background to uh, Yara, and it's very interesting. Uh, this issue picks up from the future state issues of Yara Flora, uh, where she is running. And uh, in this issue, she's, re she's returning to Brazil, where she grew up. And uh, from what I gather from the beginning, there's a lot of different uh, beings that are not happy about this. Uh, this does leave some mystery as to uh, why this is such a big deal, and I'm guessing we'll find out in the issues to come. Uh, Yara does what most, uh, what his most natural heroes do, right? Uh, do and, and she makes 
well, she can't help herself, you know, so she puts herself into these positions of, of being a hero, helping others in times of trouble, and she just can't help herself to save others. And uh, by the end of the issue, the issue, uh, she's grabbed by something and taken into deep waters uh, while she is out sightseeing, and uh, the story leaves us on a cliffhanger. Uh, but I am very intrigued by this book, and I'm very curious, and I will be staying on for a bit uh, because it did it did kind of get me uh, with that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Did you read this? I did, man, and I and I really really enjoyed it. Um, like you said, it's it's laying the groundwork and the origins for Yara Floor, who's who's become a fan favorite since Future State, uh, since DC Future State, and I, and you and I both really enjoyed the Future State Wonder Woman. Um, but in Future State Wonder Woman, we get the future version of Yara Floor. We we kind of see what she's doing in the future, but there's yeah. a lot of questions about that. You're like, well, how did she get here? Where she where she come from? How did her story begin? And that's what mm-hmm. this is all about. Uh, in this first issue, I mean, you don't get a ton of background, but you get yeah. enough. You, you know, you get enough breadcrumbs to where you're definitely intrigued. Um, you said a lot there, so I'm just going to say that uh, I can't say enough good things about the art. And Joelle Jones, she is doing the writing and the art in this book and the panel layouts, which are all done by the same person, Joelle Jones. Uh, and I, I can't remember if it was in the back of the book or somewhere, but uh, Joelle Jones said that she isolated herself while she was writing and drawing the series. And, and I, I feel like you can really see that in the book. It's incredible work. You can tell she's taking it very seriously and she's putting her heart and soul into this character. Um, so again, this this issue leaves us with a lot of questions, but it's in the good way. Not like, oh, like what the heck did I just read? It's like, yeah. oh man, I can't wait to find out what the next thing is. And there's this whole intriguing idea uh, with the Amazons. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be going after Yara. And I, I don't know exactly what that's going to mean uh, for the Amazons and for Yara moving floor, uh, forward. But I can't wait to find out. Um, I'm all in on the series. I'm looking forward to seeing the next issue or reading the next issue. Um, really, really like this book. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, moving on to one of my one of my favorite DC titles, and this is uh, Nightwing issue number eighty from DC Comics. Again, I told you guys this is a this was a great DC Comics uh, day. So that's <laughs> kind of rolling with what what the good stuff was yesterday. But Nightwing eighty, uh, this is of course written by Tom Taylor, art by Bruno Redondo and Wes Abbott on letters. Uh, we left off with someone stealing hearts in issue number 79. And in this issue, the police have come to Richard Grayson's door, accusing him of stealing those hearts. Um, but Dick makes a call uh, to Babs just before she's leaving Bloodhaven because she is his alibi. And once again, she saves his butt from trouble. That's like a running theme in their relationship. That's all. She's always saving, uh, saving Dick. And again, it happens yeah. here in this issue. Um, and we know that recently uh, Rich, Richard has recently inherited a lot of money from Alfred and he's using that money to help the less fortunate in Bloodhaven as Nightwing makes plans to protect his city. He calls on one of the Robins, Tim Drake, whom he admits may actually be the best Robin ever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, he's a good Robin. I don't know if he's yeah. my favorite Robin, but but yeah. uh <laughs> but Night, Nightwing tell you know tells uh, Tim Drake, hey, you might be the best Robin ever. Uh, but to, together they they uh, they make a they make their way down uh, to you know to make a long story short, they find this person that oh man I, you know what, I'll leave it at that I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, it's very very interesting. Uh, I, I don't know what what there's nothing bad to say about this book. What's not to love about it? The, the character interactions are are just perfect, man. Tom. Tom Taylor just has a way 
of writing comic book characters and the dialogue between each other, um, the mood and the tone of the book, the art, it's all an A plus for me. I think Nightwing is firing on all cylinders and it's an automatic bottom of the stack candidate every time it comes out. What did you think of the issue? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't put it in on any, in any of the, I guess, you know, with what we're doing now, I, I really got to like take the top of what I read, uh, for the show. And I did read it. Um, it was good. It was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's about, it's about mm. really, <laughs> it's a, because you, you pretty much summed it all up and I don't want to repeat what, yeah, you're, yeah. what you're saying, but yeah, it, I enjoyed it. I mean, I really do enjoy Nightwing. I don't, uh, I don't ever like, you know, think like, oh, I got to read this book now or just to read it. Like, I really yeah. do enjoy Nightwing. It, it, it has been really good. And uh, I do like little things that they're hinting about, you know, with relationships and yeah, and uh, and and that's kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, I, I always enjoy Nightwing as well. It's always the, my bottom of the stack as well. So, awesome. yeah. Great. Well, let's move on. More DC. You ready? Well, more Catwoman. DC, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, this is Catwoman issue 31. Uh, I guess I'll lead the conversation on this one since we're in DC and, and uh, this is one of the books I wanted to discuss. Uh, this is Ram V on writing, uh, obviously, and Fernando Blanco on art, Jordi Belair on colors, and Tom Napolitano on letters. Um, but I, I love this book, man. I love the the whole Catwoman uh, since Ram V took over the series. I yeah. love that this this issue is so clever, and it's told in this uh, Ocean's Eleven type format. Uh, did you kind of pick that up at the beginning? Because like how she's going through like she's going through the steps like chronologically of yeah. how she, how she uh, planned and executed the escape and extraction of Ivy. Um, but she's having this conversation with Mr. Roy, who is the man responsible for holding Ivy hostage and one in that green liquid capsule that we keep seeing throughout these issues. Um, and now she has finally helped Ivy escape from that capsule. And Mr. Roy is not too happy about it. And he makes a life-changing decision. And I won't say too much more about Mr. Roy, uh, much more than that. But the, <laughs> the key here is that what I love about this even more than just the story is how Ram V is tying this in to what's going on in the Batman series. Because you find out that Mr. Roy actually works for Simon Saint. And if mm -hmm. you guys know who Simon Saint is, he is the founder and the inventor of the Magistrate, which, you know, we're, like I said, we're seeing all that play out in the issues of Batman, we yeah. know a lot of what's going to happen in future state that all involves the magistrate. And so I love how Ram V is actually, you know, he's giving us this freaking awesome Catwoman story, but yet he's still tying it into what's going on with the current Batman story, current Batman continuity. It's mm -hmm. just great, man. I love the, uh, and then I love the last page, the cliffhanger where, you know, you, we didn't, we, we keep getting these little glimpses of the father Valley, uh, which, yeah. I freaking love that guy. And he yeah, like, I do too. <laughs> he yeah. like, every time he comes out, he quotes scripture, right? And I, I love that dude. I'm like, he's like ready to like assassinate somebody, but he quotes the scripture before he does it. And uh, yeah. and I, I just love that character. Every time I see the character, I get like a smile on my face. Um, but again, ever since Ram V took over this this series, it's been consistent. Every issue builds onto the last. It just continues to get better and better. If you would have asked me a year ago, Oscar, when we were doing the show that I'd be enjoying, like, would Chris, would you be enjoying a Catwoman <laughs> series like this? I, I wouldn't have believed it. Uh, I look yeah. forward to this every single time it comes out. It's one of my favorite DC books right now. Yeah, I have to agree as well. Uh, to piggyback off what you're saying, I, I was I was never on Catwoman until uh, Ron V was on it. And I, I, I 
wanted to check it out and I loved it, man. I really do. I really yeah. do enjoy the characters. I really do enjoy the story, how, how the plot works out, how just yeah. everything is just really good in the story. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, on for, I'm in for the ride. You know, I really do enjoy Catwoman. So if yeah. anybody out there not, you know, not sure about it, man, jump in and you won't be sorry. It's, it's been a really great, uh, a really great story. So definitely. All right, and let's let's uh, finish up our little DC talk here with uh, Flash seven hundred and seventy again. DC Comics, Jeremy Adams uh, writing this, and there's several artists on this book. Uh, we got Jack Herbert, Brandon Peterson, and Kevin McGuire. Letters by Steve Wands. I wanted to uh, I wanted to mention this book because after the last couple of issues, I thought that I might be giving it the send off, uh, the Titanic send off. Uh, oh, last couple really? of issues, the last couple of issues were not great for me. Like they were okay. Uh. And and I felt like this was on my potential books that I might drop, but I have I have such a connection to this character, and I don't. It's like one of those books that I never want to stop collecting because I've gone so far yeah. in my collect. I don't want to stop getting the book. So I was so happy reading this particular issue. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to see classic fa uh, Flash Jay Garrick punch Hitler in the face? And that's that's exactly what you get in this issue. Um, Wally West, his consciousness is being thrown around by the speed force and it's sending him into, uh, different speedsters bodies throughout different periods of time. And in this issue, he finds himself in the body of Jay Garrick, who is in, uh, he's imprisoned with happy Terrell, better known as Ray as the Ray. Um, so Jay and Ray, they were just in the middle of a mission to end the war against Nazi Germany by taking away the spear of destiny, which is the same spear that pierced the side of Christ. And this spear also gives its holders powers. And the last thing the world needs is for Hitler to have this spear and to have more power. <laughs> so, uh, man, I really, really enjoyed this book. Like it's a, I, like I said, it gave me the hope to hang on and, and hope for the future because this was a new writer, uh, of course, after the great uh, run that we had from Joshua Williamson. And car the art and the colors were amazing. They're freaking amazing in this issue. Um, this may be one of the best drawn flash books that I've seen in quite some time. Uh, did you read this, Oscar? No, I did not, bro. You're saying a lot of good things about it. I'm like, oh man, but but that's good though. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm behind. I think I'm I think I'm behind like three or four issues, man. So, bro, but, can, uh, just, can I just show you some of this art real quick? Yeah. I mean, uh, look at this art. Oh man, yeah, it does look damn good. It's really, really good. Uh, yeah. And then, like, like I said, there's like these, just these parts, man. Where, uh, I, if anybody hasn't been reading Flash, I hope you know what I'm talking about will kind of inspire you to just maybe, maybe pick up this arc because it really did. It got me back into the like. I'm like, all right, man. I'm, I'm ready for more Flash because I've been kind of just kind of burned out with Flash a little bit. It just hasn't yeah. been exciting for me. Uh, and this, this was great. I love. Like I said, you can't go wrong with the punching Hitler in the face, man. Yeah, man. That's good though. I'm glad it got better because I was like, yeah. uh, when you were saying that it wasn't very good, I was like, crap. Yeah, but, no, uh, I, I'm in the same boat as you, man. He's one of the ones I can't let go as far as collecting purposes goes. Yeah. Um, so it's like you say, you know, um, part of burnout, which we're gonna talk about later, yeah. is kind of you're you're reading things you don't really enjoy, but you're you're stuck. Really love yeah. like if you love the character, you're getting what they're what putting out for them, and then you get you can possibly get stuck by reading issue after issue that is not good, but then. Uh, when there's a good payoff, I guess it's worth it, man. So that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it's getting better there. So Adam says the last couple of issues were really good too. So that's yeah, they they were decent, but 
like I said, I I wasn't I wasn't feeling it, man. But yeah. this one definitely got me, man. And like I said, the art you're gonna love the art, Oscar. And I know your style. Yeah. You're gonna love this issue. So yeah, it did look good. Those those uh, that you were showing right there, man. So I'm 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 actually excited now. So that's good, man. So I'm glad, um, I'm glad bro. So next up, we got uh, Daredevil uh, thirty, which I I really did I really did enjoy this. This is a part uh, part two. Uh, writer as uh, Chip Zdarsky, pencilers is Marco uh, Chiquetto, Mike Hawthorne, yep. anchors Mike uh, Marco Chiquetto again, and Adrian De ben Benedito, colorist uh, Marcio Menz, and letter Clayton Cows again. Yeah. So, um, man, you know, I, I really want to like give credit to everybody that's on a book, but half the time I don't do it, guys, because I I don't want to butcher these names, you know, so. You're doing good, man. But anyway, so uh, let me get into this. So, uh, so Daredevil in last issue. I uh, hope this isn't a spoiler if you're not reading Daredevil. But uh, if you don't know, minor spoiler alert. Okay, now he's you in know. He's in prison. Yeah, if you don't know, now you know. All right. I can't tell if Chris is making fun of me, guys, or if he's really uh, like supporting. I me. love. I love. If y'all don't know, that's that's the name of Oscar's segment that you're putting out every Monday, right? Yeah, every Monday. Yeah, for so, spec I'm just spec saying spec. it's 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 such a clever name. I I find myself saying, "Hey, if you don't know, or if you didn't know, <laughs> now you know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Great. Man. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay, buddy. So he's he's in prison. He was in a uh, he gets poisoned in last issue, and then he he runs out to the yard. He gets into a fight, and he suffers a, a stab wound. In this issue, he wakes up in the hospital. And uh, he's given a chance, uh, some other people come in and they offer him a chance to get out of jail early if he can collect some intel about uh, some shady workings uh, in the prison. And uh, while meanwhile, Elektra or Lady Daredevil, whatever you prefer, is uh, is training Alice, who's an orphan who fell into her care uh, in issue, I think 20 to 29, it was in that Venom crossover. Can't mm -hmm. be for sure on that. But uh, some great action in this book, man. The fight scenes and the art, They've been top notch in this book, uh, and then uh, the fights with Electra and Alice uh, when they go into this club to get to get at a baddie. It appears that also the hand is involved uh, somehow, and uh, also a favorite bad guy uh, makes an appearance at the end of this book, uh, who should be in the next issue. Who I'm very excited about. Uh, should make things really really fun. Uh, very fun issue and. Uh, it's about the only interesting Marvel book I think I can think of <laughs> right now, man. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, I really, I really did enjoy uh, this book, man. So I real quickly, I'm going to drop in a uh, first come first serve digital, nice uh, digital code there in the, uh, in the thing there. I put zero in parentheses uh, because if I put an O, it looks the same as a zero. So I just know in the order that it's a zero anyways, here you go guys. So, but first uh, come yeah. first serve digital yeah, code. First Man, yeah. Nice. So what you think? What you think? I know you read it. I loved it, man. Uh, yeah. I don't want to. You, you said it all pretty much, but I, I the one thing I want to see because uh, if you if you've been reading Daredevil, uh, you you mentioned it right, but he's in he's been in prison and he's he's real hard headed, man. He's like he wants to yeah. stay in prison. He's like it's yeah. almost like he's he's being a martyr. Like and I want to stay. Like I want to serve my time. Like no matter yeah. what. And I'm like, dude, it's time for you to come out. Like and as much yeah. as I. It's funny because I was really on board with Electra being Daredevil when I first started reading those issues. Yeah. But then I'm finding I want Electra to be Electra, and she's really trying to be like Matt uh, yeah. Murdoch, right? She's trying to be like Daredevil. She's trying to keep his code of not killing somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? 
I need I need you back, Electra. Like I want her <laughs> to be herself, and I want Matt to come back and be Daredevil, and yeah. for everything to be back in sync. It, it was cool, but I'm so ready for that that change to happen already. And I and I think we're heading that way. You you start to yeah. you're starting to see it and feel it. But uh, but you mentioned that it's it's to me and to you the best Marvel book on the shelves right now. Mm-hmm. I know Steve in the chat was saying that Iron Fist is the best Marvel book. I, I can't I can't say that it's not because I, I haven't read that book. Um, but man, this book has just been so consistent and it's been, uh, you know, um, Chip Zdarsky has been on this since Daredevil went, you know, started from issue one on this particular volume that they're on. He's just been yeah. so freaking, uh, so freaking consistent. And I love, uh, you're right, Steve. She's, she's badass as Electra. She's, yeah. that, that's who I want. And, and, uh, she's trying to uphold Daredevil's code and I'm just, I'm I do think she looks badass though in the Daredevil outfit as yeah. well. You know, she yeah, made I her own, too. I guess, you know, so I kind of like that, but, uh, I agree with you, man. It is annoying when him wanting to stay in prison after I'm like, time yeah. for the time, you know, it is a little annoying, but it's still a great book. It's still a great story. It is. It I, is. I'm in. So yeah, yeah. And I love the whole. Every time Wilson Fisk comes into, like, I love his whole thing going on. I'm like, it's yeah. just, there's just so many aspects of the book that is just so good, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to make a. I don't know. They're trying to make him a little softer on the edges or what. You know, it's like he's like he's yeah. looking for love or something. I don't even know what he's what, he, yeah. what he's doing. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah so all right, and uh, I guess moving on, we got uh, yep. Stillwater uh, issue seven. Uh, written by uh, Chip Zdarsky, artist and creator uh, Ramon K. Perez, colorist Mike Spencer, letterer Rust Wooden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the last issue, uh, uh, I hate always kind of giving too much information if you haven't read it, if you're a little behind. Yeah. But this won't give it too bad of a giveaway. But in the last issue, the courthouse is attacked and it's you know burned up or blown up. And uh, most everyone is blown up in, the, in that last issue. This issue picks up where the introduction of a group of uh, ex-military guys who have found a way to not die by living in Stillwater, and they want to be its protectors. Uh, and so it's crazy to see the extent uh, in this in these books to see uh, how people can hurt each other, knowing there's not really a consequence of death. You know, so they're not dealing right. with that that uh, moral compass. You know, they're just doing what they got to do, right? Uh, so that's kind of cool, uh, but they also hint about how you really can hurt others in this in this town if they, if they have to live forever, right? Yeah, you got to make up, make them start again. But lots and lots of action. Uh, our main character Daniel is trying to make a run for it with his mother, uh, but that that plan is quickly foiled, and Daniel has to go hand to hand combat. And speaking of hands, spoiler alert: he loses a hand. All right, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's it a should, satisf- <laughs> it should grow back. It should in grow still back. Water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so, still uh, but uh, but satisfying <laughs> issue, man. Great story, uh, great build up, great action. Uh, this really, uh, this issue really battled for uh, the pick of the week for me. But I, I went with another. But damn nice. good book, man. So, yeah. How about you? Did you read this book? Yeah, definitely, and I definitely agree with everything you said, man. It's um, it's just, this was the first, and man, it's just. It's just a ride, man. This whole book has yeah. been a ride, uh, and you and you mentioned it, but the whole idea here is that in Stillwater, you cannot uh, you cannot die, right? So everybody's basically immortal. Um, the however they entered the town of Stillwater, they don't age. So I think it's yeah. I think it's just it's just such such a freaking co- cool concept. And I'm starting to think, man, like everything that Chip Zdarsky writes is 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 just gold, man. Like I <laughs> like yeah. he, he writes this, everything he's written, uh, and I'm like. 
it, there's so many good writers right now, but he is among the top. Um, but yeah, Stillwater issue seven, just another winner, man. And all of it, the, the arts, the story, uh, you said it all, man, but it, it's, it's a really good book. Yeah. I love it. All right. Which takes us to pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> and I will start off the pick of the week, guys. My pick of the week. Sorry, bro. If you can hear me, your your picture is out completely. Like your it's just a okay. black black screen. Give me, so a, give me a second. Okay. All right. Let's see here. It's always very awkward when uh, one of us has to leave, right, without the other one really knowing. But uh, yeah, Chris has been having some some uh, internet issues there. So let's see if he can get get back into the stream here. Let's see. Are you good? Am I moving? Yeah, you're good. You're good now. Okay. I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Man, did I, did I give away the title already? I think I think they might have heard that because your your audio <laughs> was great, but the picture was out. So. Oh man! Uh, All, right. All right, my pick of the week, guys. <laughs> this week is the many deaths of Layla Star, issue number two, and this is from Boom Studios and my boy, my man, Ram V on writing. Uh, we Ram. got art. I know, man, Ram. He's another one, dude. That's just killing it. Yeah. Um, art by Felipe Andrade. And letters by Anne World Design. That's another one you see all the time. Clayton Cowles and Anne World Design. Uh, but, you know, basically the idea of this book is that Death has been fired from her position and sent down to Earth to live as a mortal human. Uh, when Death initially gets to Earth, she has one mission on her mind, and that's to kill Darius, who later will grow up to be the savior of the world by giving immortality to humankind. But when Wow, that was loud. Whew. Sorry. But uh, when Death actually has the opportunity to take the life of Darius, she realizes that it's a lot more difficult to take a life as a mortal being than it was when she was calling the shots, you know, as a goddess. Um, but now on Earth, she has taken the physical form of a girl named Layla Starr. That's the body that she is that she's inhabited uh, in issue one. And I don't want to say too much, but it's called the many, many deaths of Layla Starr. And that's that's what the book is about. In issue one, she had her first death. Um, and several years later is where this issue picks up and we pick up, uh, on the life of young Darius. Again, he's the one who's going to bring immortality to the world. And in this issue, he feels loss and inequality for the first time. And he has his first experience with the death of a loved one. Uh, meanwhile, Layla and Darius, they accidentally meet for the first time. A lot going on in this issue. Uh, I just, I really, really enjoy, there's just certain books that just make you, make you feel something, right? That's what we always talk about the picks of the week. Um, they, you want to you want to feel something when you read a comic book, and that can be you know excitement, uh, motivation, yeah. inspiration. This one it, it hits you in the feels, man, and it, this this really explores humanity. We're all human; we all have that in common. And this this particular book it explores uh, humanity in a unique perspective. Um, this to me is not just a comic book; it's like it's an experience, and that's that's what I I love about comics, right? And this is saying so much more on a deeper level, and and I love that. Um, I also never thought I could learn so much from a crow. You know, there's that crow in the in the issue, that little black crow. He he's got like he's so wise, man. This crow that's talking in the book. Uh, just a nice touch of narration um, from Ram V putting that in there. And uh, I can't wait to find out how many lives Layla Star can possibly have. Um, but I have to, I do have to say the one thing about this book. I'm not a huge fan of the art style. 
but it really settles yeah. in well with the story and the writing. I mean, it's Ram V. It's incredible. It's 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 amazing. So I'm a big fan of this issue and the series, and it is my pick of the week. That's awesome, man. I, so I, I did read this book as well. Uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, it's very hard to dislike something Ram V is doing. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, so I didn't originally originally pick this up at all, like even issue one. I think I picked it up after you had talked about it and you said it was a good read. And, uh, you know, I, I don't always just do spec or, or just fancy covers. You know, I like to read a good story. And uh, so I did pick it up due to that, you know, and I love number one, like number one, I thought, oh, this is awesome. You know, then number two came and read that. And I, I do feel that it just, it dropped just a little bit in expectation. Not, not tremendously, not that I don't like it. I just, uh, I guess I just, I don't read into a book like as much as, as you, as you'll read into it, you know, and I, I, I just, I think, I think it was the ending. I don't want to give it away, but between you and me, you know, like uh, those who yeah. read it, I just felt like I don't want it to be like an, a repetitive thing, I guess, that because I want to know why then, you know, at least, you know, which I know we'll get probably, you know, I want to know the reasons for certain things if we're talking about how deep the story goes. Yeah. So I, I am in, I, I love the writing. I mean, it's a good story. And that's, that's what I truly like about comics as well. Uh, I agree with you on the art. The art could be a little changed up, but it's, yeah, but like you said, it, it, you don't even notice it after a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it does go, it does fit the story, which is freaking awesome too. So yeah, it's anyway. and it's not bad art. It's really good art, actually. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. It's just not. I don't think it's your style or my style. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's different. Uh, it's different, but, but but it is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah I want to say hi. I want to say hi to David in the chat, man. He's. I see him. He's over there, probably drinking. Not and he's over, <laughs> I don't know. He's flirting with people in the chat or not. I think he's flirting, <laughs> flirting with Steve. Oh man, that's no. funny. <laughs> but that uh, is uh that is my pick of the week oscar and i gave it before or you know i absolutely love that book four or cuatro four, four, four. and now uh real quick just want to say hi to uh girls talk comics are in the house and mars comics and we got multiverse alina is in the house what is up y'all thanks for joining us we are going to get into our conversation in here in a minute but without yeah. further ado, Oscar is going to give us and indulge us in a book. Oh, yeah. So this is my pick of the week, which is a, a very surprising thing. It's the Hulk, <laughs> the Immortal Hulk Time of the Monsters uh, one-shot story by uh, Alex Pacnadel and Al Ewing, art by Juan Ferreira, and letters by uh, Corey Petit. So... Again, I hope I don't yeah. butcher that too badly. But uh, I, I picked this up for spec, okay? Uh, because you, the comic world can be very like dumb sometimes, yeah. you know. Like they can say, "Well, our first appearance is this, and our first appearance is that," and and right. then it's always changing, right? So just in case for spec, because there's a lot of like origin stuff here, I picked it up, right? Not expecting to like it, but I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. So uh, at first, the story didn't. At first, it did, it did feel slightly confusing, and I couldn't tell how they were going to tie in a, a Hulk origin uh, with it being like 900 BC or something like that. Uh, yeah. But if you give yourself the chance to get through that, it pays off. Uh, so apparently, uh, it's the mother the mother goddess who watches over all, gives her good green eye for her people. But soon, all that uh, that fall beneath the gaze of the good green eye become like rotted. 
So the elder of this village decides he's going to give a sacrifice of his son's best friend to the green eye in hopes that it will bring back the days of plenty and all the all the tribes in the area could have like, you know, fruitfulness and stuff like that. So this character named uh, Tammuz is pushed down and he falls onto the green eye and it, it like starts to absorb him. And it has that classic Hulk art where it's ripping the face and his skin off. And uh, it, it's, it's freaking awesome, you know? And the elder thinks, yeah. well, he's dead and goes back to the, his own village, right? And then, uh, well, in this in this trance that, that character uh, Tammuz is in, uh, while he's dead, he sees the green door, the green door that all the, uh, uh, all the Hokish has been talking about. Yeah. He sees like the, the very first appearance of this green door and he looks into it and he talks about how he sees something in it. And, uh, and he sees the, the one who's beneath all in that door. And then he's given the power of the Hulk and becomes like this first Hulk, I guess. Nice. Uh, I love the book. The, the look of this monster, it's ferocious. It's, it's angry. It's deadly. I mean, it looks like a Hulk should look, I guess. Nice. Very primal, you know? And uh, so when this original Hulk comes to the real world, right, he goes back to his village thinking, well, you know what? I can help my village out, right? I have this great power and I can use it to help them. But instead, the villagers think that he's a gift that they can mm. kill and eat now. So they do just that. You know, they, they kill him. They, uh, they're able to kill this beast, cut up his head, and they make a Texas-style barbecue. <laughs> you know? And uh, so while, while they're, they're doing all that, you know, uh, they, get, uh, they have the head, his head held on a pike, you know, and they're, like, looking at it while they're eating and stuff. And then it starts to regenerate, and it starts pulling, like, uh, Hulk is pulling his body back from even people who, like, digested him already. And it's, like, ripping through their skin, and it's just, it's, it's just awesome. It's, it's very very like violent you know and uh the, the hulk is fully uh formed and he destroys everything that's left and uh i really really enjoyed this one shot i i enjoyed getting a hulk fix without having to buy in for a long run so yeah. uh so yeah i i really did uh i really did enjoy this book tremendously man uh, did you uh did you read this book or did you pick it up or no Man, I didn't, dude. And man, you you really made it sound really good. Um, so <laughs> I I really and the art looks great. And, and kind of what you're describing reminds me of when this run began. I don't know if that's kind of mm -hmm. how you, the vibes you're getting, but the, this run was so good at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the Immortal Hulk, and then it got so repetitive that it got it got hard to read after you know, like in the middle uh, of the series. And of course, it's going to be ending soon. But um, yeah, man, this this sounds really good. I, I didn't yeah. pick it up, and I'm afraid I'm 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 afraid it's not going to be at the shop now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it is a one shot, so you don't have to worry about it being prolonged, you know. But for a one story, man, I I really yeah. did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed the yeah. the art of it, the violence of it, some like of that. So, man. but maybe, bro, real quick, like I'm about to drop the digital code for this book. Uh, maybe nice. be the first to get it, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, first come, first serve <laughs> again, guys. Uh, <laughs> Marvel, Marvel, uh, digital code here for the Hulk book one shot. So first come, first serve. All right, there it is. Oh, that digital code's mine. I'm yeah. taking it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, that, that was uh, that That's was my awesome. pick of the week, guys, and I gave that a. Let's see here. You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. There you go. Fours across the board tonight, man. Nice, so. couple of fours. Beautiful, dude um i i really want to pick this up and so you know steve is always talking about on you know about marvel and stuff this is one of those characters right that we love um yeah. that we want to read like you know yeah. just, 
I think Steve thinks we don't like Marvel in some way. He's always talking <laughs> about that we're, we're hating on Marvel. You and I both love Marvel yeah. comics. We love yeah. Marvel characters. Um, yeah. The Punisher is my second favorite character of all time. Where is the Punisher series at Marvel right now? Where's the Wolverine? Where is the good, great, the good yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, right? He's in the top five of our both fa- of our favorite yeah. characters. Um, Wolverine, he's got his own ongoing series. But if you don't buy in to the whole Krakoa thing and you're trying to read Wolverine, it can be difficult. Uh, I have heard that Wolverine has gotten better. Um, <laughs> who knows, man? But so, well, with that being said, real quick, uh, I, I miss Wolverine, right? So I picked yeah. up the issue that came out yesterday when I was in the okay. store. I- I flipped through the pages, and I just wasn't. It, the, wasn't. the art didn't grab me. It, the art didn't seem that great. Uh, yeah, I think I did see Omega Red in there. Uh, I think there's some stuff with vampires going on, but yeah, uh, it wasn't enough to draw me to to get the book, man. So it's still disappointing. I, I love me some Wolverine, and I missed that. Awesome. And that yeah. is our warning signal. It is yeah. time to move on, man. But those those are great new comics. Uh, again, our picks of the week, Deaths of Layla Star issue two from myself and for Oscar. What is it called? Immortal Hulk. It's the Immortal Hulk uh, Time of the Monsters one shot. There you go. Nice. Very wow. nice. Very nice. All right, man. It is time to have a little discussion. Everybody in the chat right now, I think everybody can relate to this. This is a big, broad topic. I hope that you yeah. and I do it justice, man, because I, this can be very helpful to people, comic collectors, uh, people that uh, that enjoy the hobby, that we live and breathe this, because it's not just, we say this all the time, right? It's not just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. And when you, when you have a lifestyle, you got to figure yeah. out how to live that lifestyle. And if you're not doing it right, it's it can be detrimental, man. And so this discussion this week is brought to you by Shadow Rabbit Art, our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about Lewis, man? Because you've, yeah. you've had some you've had some fun with with Lewis lately. Yeah, I, I was gonna tell you, let me let me go to this because I know you're gonna start this this uh, discussion anyway. So I'll give yeah. your voice a break here. But uh yeah. So this this segment is brought to you by Shadow Rabbit Art. Uh, Lewis makes custom figures to your exact liking, and that is an understatement. Uh, exact liking is is pretty damn straight. Uh, yeah. And uh, these are not uh, cheap plastic figures. They are clay, polymer, no, and are sculpted to your liking, each worked on by hand. Uh, mention that Lost in Comics sent you his way, and not only will you get a great price, uh, but you will be entered in an ex- exclusive LNC end-of-the-year custom figure giveaway. Send them a message on Instagram at shadowrabbit underscore clay underscore guy. Uh, if you haven't seen, guys, if you go back on our channel, look up some of the videos. Chris put out uh, a one-minute quick review on the Spawn uh, figure that he got. I did the uh, Ice Cream Man one he, he made us. And as a, uh, he sent these to us as a, as a gift, guys, uh, for re- uh, reaching that 1K. Uh, he's a great yeah. supporter of the channel, and we want to help him out as well. So... Uh, before we get too far along, guys, really check him out. Uh, it is worth the money. Uh, these figures are are straight up legit, man, and they're one of a kind stuff. Like you're not gonna find them anywhere else, you know. And and they're no. they're built to last, especially that. So it's legit, anyways. man. Yeah, legit, man. So there it's you legit. go. All right. So the discussion this week, guys, is: Have you ever felt like quitting comics? And this is tips to help you out of comic fatigue. And this discussion tonight, guys, is dedicated to somebody who is in the chat tonight, and that is Comic Guy Steve, who's been a he's been in a bit of a funk lately. Uh, I know over the past weekend he had uh, he put something on Twitter, 
that he was okay with not uh, reading comics for the last four or five days. Uh, and I just, you know, I had a heart for him, man, because you and I have been through this before. And, you know, we're yeah. going to talk about that experience here in just a moment. Um, but we want to let you know, Steve, that you are not alone. Um, and I reached out to Steve before we did the episode, this issue of Lost in Comics, to make sure he was okay with me saying all this stuff. And he definitely is. But uh, we're going to share some advice, uh, not only from ourselves, but from the community, from social media. And we're going to share some personal stories with you. Um, so before we get started, Oscar, let's let's show a few comments from so social media, uh, which I love because, you know, this is people. We are all on the ground floor. We're doing this hobby. Uh, and, and it's nice to get the community to come around. And, you know, we're all in this together. And there's a wealth of knowledge out there. We're, we're not the only ones that have a voice. There's there's a community out there. They've all been through this stuff. And there's things that they that they can help uh, each other with and help us. So let's start off. Let's show four uh, four comments from social okay. media. I have them up in the order that uh, we talked that you showed me that you sent to me. So if they're out of order, does it matter? Cause I have uh, first up is, uh, I think it's, uh, here. Yeah. So John, he was in the chat just a moment ago, but John's comics with kids says comic burnout, YouTube burnout, social media burnout, anything the isn't that isn't done with moderation can lead to burnout. And I've definitely felt them all. It's hard to remember sometimes that there's a lot more going on out there in the world. And uh, just so you guys yeah. know, John has a great uh, YouTube channel. He is a uh, he's he's a I watch his Thursday uh, news show every single week. It's about a 15 minute segment. So go check him out. Um, but he said it all. And he there's, yeah. there's definitely comic burnout. There's YouTube burnout. And if you don't enjoy something in moderation, it can become overwhelming. Let's do another one. All right. Can I read this one? Absolutely. All right. This is from Dan at uh, Concierge Comic. He says, expand your horizons as a reader through difficult, I'm sorry, through different types of comics in all different types of formats. Go to your local library and pick up a bunch of random comics, graphic novels, manga that you never read or heard of and give it a try. So. Awesome. Absolutely. And we're going to hit on some of this stuff as we go through yeah. conversation. But guys, just take notes of these comments. Because trust me, at some point, if you've dealt with this or you deal yeah. with it in the future, you will remember yeah. some of these things and hopefully be able to practice them. Let's go to another comment here. And this next one is from Jason Chisholm, who is a big supporter of the show, watches all, every week. He says, read and buy what you like. Pretend there was no Internet influence telling you what to buy. Have other activities, hobbies, friends, family that aren't comic book related. And we're going to hit on this here in just a little bit. But that is excellent, yeah. excellent advice. I love that one. Um, so why don't you read one more and then we'll start talking a little bit here. Okay, this is from Dan Niles. Uh, he said, I can't keep up with weekly pull lists anymore. It would be 50 titles because I have so many different interests, LOL. I buy complete collections, omnis and trades, and I'll get to them when I get to them. No rush. Always something to get excited about. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. So that, I'm going to oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that I... I was just thinking about this whole conversation and yeah. uh, that I had boxes and boxes full of comics. I hadn't read yeah. and then COVID hit where they shut down shops and I was able to catch up with my reading and, and it kind of made me fall in love, I guess, again, because you have that, you know, like yeah. getting out of love with comics, you know? So anyway, I don't, I don't want to interrupt. So go for it. Go. <laughs> I think you're, you're right on track, Oscar. And I want to read this comment. Somebody in the chat right now, graphic vandalism. Thank you for this comment. He says, never quit reading. Just check out other stuff, uh, other countries, genres and styles. Too much awesome out there uh, ne without needing to quit. Mm -hmm. So with that 
said, I want to ask you a question, Oscar, and that yeah. is, uh, Oscar, have you ever had comic fatigue? And tell uh, us a little bit of ex tell a little bit about your experience with that. I have, dude. And, and speaking of that, I think I have fatigue right now. Just bye. I'll just play. That wasn't that was that was unplanned. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is going no, on?" It's like I'm was, done. I, yeah, I was. I was. That's to, that's for effect, guys. Hey, like, you yeah. know what? You know what I think about what you just did. You don't know what, what? I think about you, bro. Uh, <laughs> what I thought about your joke. So. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh, now you know it happens though, uh, and it, sometimes I don't even realize. That is happening until I just like when I know I don't feel like doing anything. You know, I don't feel like reading. I don't feel like, yeah. uh, and I don't know what really does it. Uh, I know back in the day uh, when before the show, before we had a show, you know, when we'd read books, uh, when we would go uh, periods without maybe talking about comics, I would always find myself like straying away from comics. You know, without anybody to talk to him about, like. When you read a good book, when you have nobody to share that with, it that sucks, you know? It, it kind of makes you feel like, well, damn, you know, like who do I talk to about this? But that would be one of the reasons back in the day that I would always kind of feel myself like burning out, you know? But, forget uh, forget you have a best friend, man. You could talk to you about it, man. Just forget yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but there would be times when, when we would go, like, we would just be busy, you know? We wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't be able to talk, you know? And Yeah, no, you're right. And I, I think the amount of money we were spending You're mad well, at me. <laughs> no, no, Chris, guys, this guy is that is he, he's, he's trying to make me like look he's trying like to bad. bait you. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, man. Yeah, but uh, how about you, man? I I know you had it. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And I, and I want and I know you didn't share this. So uh, after I tell, say this, I'm sure you you have something to say. But there was a time <laughs> early on when we when Oscar and I first started collecting comics, and, and what what. I love about Oscar is my best friend. He's my brother and he and I are directly linked by comics and our friendship and our brotherhood, right? You and I were already friends, but yeah. you and I have been on this journey at the same time. We started at the same time. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's so unique, man. Like, you know, we've stuck through this, this journey together. And I remember very early on, we've talked about this on our origin story before, which I'm sure we'll need to share at some point again later in the future because yeah. we have a lot more people now that, that want to hear us, right? But <clears throat> in our origin, um, Oscar and I, we got so excited when we started collecting comic books that we just started reading everything. And I, when I say everything, I mean everything. Like, And, and the thing is that Oscar and I were both uh, very heavy uh, superhero um, yeah. comics. So we had when we first started, we were not reading independent comic books. So we had everything. And I'm talking Aquaman uh blue beetle, blue beetle yeah. uh, cyborg that had an ongoing <laughs> uh, issue at the time and of course all the bad books all the superman action comics yeah. we were heavy into dc heavy into marvel you know we were reading you know the punisher did have ongoing at the time we were reading yeah. i was reading a lot of x-men we we're reading wolverine everything we could get our hands into we were reading and it was fun at first but then you start to realize, holy crap. And we'd go yeah. in and not only buy the new issues, but we were buying stacks of back issues. And the money that we were spending on this stuff was just insane. And I remember very early on, um, we were also, uh, you and I were running a little business together. Yeah. And part of my very first experience with comic fatigue and comic burnout <laughs> was the lack of money. And, the, and yeah. I found myself... Um, 
like, man, I'm, I'm trying to spend all this money on these comics. What am I doing? Uh, and I remember just feeling like my priorities were kind of out of whack because I was really, I really enjoyed the comics, yeah. but then I was just, because we were trying everything and I was reading all this stuff I wasn't enjoying, I didn't understand at the time, like, Hey, just read what you <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. and it felt like this rush, you know? And so what, uh, graphic vandalism said a moment ago about quitting you and I both kind of quit comics and yeah. we sold our collection very early on. And I think, yeah. Yeah. man, but at the time I think I had about 2000 comic books and I sold like, n like 1800 of those comic books. Yeah. And that in, and, and one of the re biggest reasons that I wanted to address this tonight with Steve and, and his thing. And I don't think he's at this point, but for anybody that is struggling with this comic fatigue, uh, the worst thing you can do, I think, is to quit, uh, quit collecting because two or three weeks down the road, a month down the road, you're going to be slapping yourself in the face because, man, there are even to this yeah. day comics that we had. Well, you see the price of keys now, slabs and all that stuff. We yeah. were getting those keys back then for like 75 <laughs> percent less than what they're selling yeah. for now. And we had keys in our comic collection. I regret selling man. and I mean, yeah. I mean, look how far, I mean, this is how much our passion has, has taken us here to doing this show now. And back then, yeah, it was like, it was so different. Like, so I encourage you guys not to quit. Um, and yeah. I'll let you say what I, you're going to say. I would, I, I remember that time that Chris is talking about. And, and that's a thing. I, I think it's who you surround yourself with, who you, you can tell the quality of your local comic book shop as well, you know, because they're, they're going to speak up. They're going to say something, you know. Um, yeah, I, I remember. They're, I mean, they're gonna make money, and when, but when they would see us with our stack of books, you know, obviously they're they're gonna try to make their money, so they're not gonna say anything. But I remember uh, Rob, the the guy that runs the store we go to. Yeah, I remember him always saying, uh, you know, find what read what you yeah. love, though. You know, what I mean, find what you like, and that's the thing. It took a long time for us to figure out like the road we're gonna take. You know, I did start out very like story oriented you know i wanted to wanted to read a good story uh but once i got to the point where i i wanted to find my way i did start gravitating towards like the art side of things and, and stuff that was valuable i loved when i think the first book that we had was in our pull box uh was hulk uh i think immortal hulk 21 or 22 where it was the first appearance of the weapon h and yeah. that book blew up to like 80 bucks and we got it at yeah. cover price yeah. That is what kind of sold me on the whole, like, oh, my God, like, I can get a book for $5 and it's worth like this. And I never yeah. sold it, you know, but the knowing that I have an expensive book, to me, that was expensive. Now I have tons of books that are like hundreds of dollars, but mm -hmm. it, it, it took me finding that way, you know, and uh, and and, it, and it, I think David mentioned it's addicting. And it is. I remember when we were like broke and we would go into the store and it was so hard. <laughs> Like yeah. I felt like I was doing something wrong by leaving my books behind or not not taking them <laughs> all, and I had yeah. to do it. I don't know how I did it, but I would just take all I had, and it was just craziness, you know, craziness. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, no, you're you're definitely right, man. And and Steve is talking in the chat. Steve, I just want you to be quiet, man, just for this segment. <laughs> and I want you to, I want you, I want you to just just take it all in, man. Okay. Oh, he always gives us such a hard time, man. So just, Steve, I, just want you to I don't want you to shut your mouth for yeah, a minute, Steve. <laughs> listen, no, no, Steve. No, God, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So 
you know, with all that said, we've shared our experiences a little bit here. Let's talk about some tips to getting you guys back into being lost in comics, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. You get burned out, you you lose that feeling of of being lost in comics. And uh, Adam said it a minute ago in the chat, but comics are your break from reality, right? That, that's what this whole channel yeah. is about, lost in comics, because you and I learned how to get lost in comics. And it wasn't the way that we were doing before when we started. <laughs> And we were we were yeah. burning ourselves out and spinning our wheels because we weren't doing it the right way. So yeah. the first thing you need to do, guys, tip number one is attempt to identify why you're fatigued. A minute ago, Steve in the chat, he said that there's a number of things that might be contributing to him being having this feeling. Right. But you got to identify why you're feeling fatigued. And it's not always easy, but you got to ask yourself some questions. You know, are you reading too much? Are you re reading things you really don't enjoy, but you're getting caught up maybe in FOMO? Because that is a huge thing, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Yeah. And are you not collecting your way, right? Oscar and I just shared our experiences. We were not collecting our way, right? And, and Oscar, I love that you mentioned a minute ago how you got that issue of uh, Weapon H, and it was the first appearance. And I remember, yeah. I remember how excited you were. Yeah. And that... It's yeah. funny because you go back in the early time of us collecting and it really shows how how you and I have found our way and, and the, our differences, right? Because you yeah. are all about um, that part of collecting. You're all you love the first appearances. You love that that uh, idea of getting comics that will later on be valuable so you can give to your kids and have yeah. like this collection that they can go eventually, you know, sell if they need to later on in their life. For me. Uh, as I've gone on, when you and I first started, I was trying to do the same thing as you were doing. I remember like you'd get a book and I would get so I'd be like, oh, shoot, man, I need to get that book, too. Or, you know, or you get a key and then I'd be like, yeah. man, I want to get a key, you know, like and it's addictive. It's addictive. And it's um, you and I had a little friendly competition, like this competitiveness. Yeah. And I think I was trying to collect the way you were collecting. And I realized it's yeah. not that was not my. That's not what got me interested in comics. Uh, what got me interested is the stories, the reading, and the the passion for for that the characters and all that stuff. And and you have that too. I'm not taking away anything, but we have a different way yeah. of collecting, which you'll see on our channel, right? Like Oscar's not doing those spec videos because, like, hey, we're trying to like you know just do stuff like we want to do it like everybody else that talks about spec out there. It, yeah. It's stuff that interests you that yeah. you are a collector at heart, right? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that, man. And that's I remember those days, man. When when uh, if I got a good if I got something that and you and there was two copies, you'd get it too. And and those are all good. I mean, yeah. If that makes you happy, that's that's what we're talking about, right? Exactly. If, if that makes you happy, do it. You know. Right. Uh, but if that's not what's making you happy, and you still feel like this this thing, like you have to do it, that is where burnout starts. That's where you start to think, like, man, why am I spending all this money? And for me, that's where I think we strayed, me and you. Like you went your way, yeah. I went my way, because there was books I was getting uh, just to collect, you know, just to say I had the whole collection or the whole run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but I would read it and I wouldn't enjoy it. Now it's not to say that it wasn't good, because right. the whole world would be saying this is a hot book, this is great. You'll yeah. be saying this is great, but it won't hit me. You know what I mean? It wouldn't hit me the same way. And I and I would be I'm like, why am I reading this? I'm spending so much money on this, and that would constantly lead me to feel burned out. I'd be like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't collect all this and then buy this beautiful cover that I really want 
or yeah. this key that I really want because I'm spending all this money. And so we would we went through that. We would both hold each other accountable yeah. and cut our pull list down. I remember those were fun times, man. We would laugh. Yeah. We would tease each other because yeah. we're trying to cut our, our pull list down. You're like, you're going to keep that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it Take would be because off. it was like it was a character yeah. that I really loved maybe, and the story was crap, but I love the character. So I would be like, well, I'm going to get it anyway. And it's just one of those things, right? Like yeah. you have to get to the nitty gritty, to the bottom of it, and really collect your way. You have to. It's and that's, yeah. yeah. And so you, you said it, bro. And that's number two. Our number two tip is in order to stay lost in comics, you have to do it your way. Yeah. Um, and there was that comment we saw a little bit ago about voices on social media. The voices around yeah. you, social media, YouTube, um, they may be loud but you got to narrow down what you love about this hobby. What are your favorite ways to collect and do that? Right. And it's cool. Yeah. Like we're a part of this community. It's cool to, to watch Adam get every issue <laughs> of ice cream man, every variant. I love that dude. And I actually that makes me get, happy. I don't know why I, it get, just does. I get joy out of that now. Like, yeah. and now back in the day when we first started, if I was on social media and we started collecting and I saw Adam doing that, I would have been like, shoot, I got to do that. Exactly. I gotta get, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would try to compete. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But now we see it and it's like, dude, that's freaking awesome. I love that Adam's doing that and it means something to him. And, and ice cream man is, is close to his heart and he loves collecting those issues and he's doing it his way. Right. So, you know, you got to narrow, narrow down the voices, enjoy the community, but really, really uh, understand what it is that why you collect yeah. Uh, and, and John was in the chat earlier. He's a, he does YouTube channel. We do a YouTube channel and it's why you and I have kind of it, the things that we really enjoy. You and I are focusing on putting out that type of content, right? You're doing yeah. some spec stuff, which you enjoy. I am doing re comic reviews, which I love getting down to the nitty gritty of these books. Mm -hmm. And so, so, you know, we're showing that in our collecting, which I love. It makes me super yeah. happy. Um, so um, just a kind of a, a quick point on this, you know, we've learned a lot down this journey. Uh, we've learned a lot about each other's collecting preferences. Is there anything that you did early on that you don't do anymore that has helped you specifically with getting comic fatigue? I don't buy what I no. Like I said, I would stay on a book no matter how, like if I wasn't enjoying it, I would stay on it. And that's the one thing that I've, yeah. I've been able to really cut back on um i'll give it i'll give a book three issues i think i said that before i'll give it three issues if if it's reasonably good i'll give it three issues if it's if it's horrible on number one i i have the discipline i'll just drop it i won't i won't get it i'll pay for the mistake if it winds up being better later i'll go back and get the rest of the issues you know that's, that's still a part of my collecting if it's good i will go back and get it you know but yeah but the biggest thing i've been able to do uh, is that and then more recently the other thing I've been able to do lately is also cut back on variant covers, you know, not just getting them just because there's like 15 covers. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, also, I'm starting to get them now if I, if I love the cover now. So yeah. if there's three covers and I don't necessarily like one of the covers, you know, I won't get it, you know, but if I love it, I'm getting, I'm getting those covers, obviously, you know, but yeah. I feel like that's been a, a small victory for me uh, lately is to get books, covers that I love. Yeah. stories that i love like i have to love it and yeah sometimes it sucks because with us doing a show if there's a book i'm not really i'm not really enjoying i have to say it you know what i mean like, i'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie to myself or or to you or to the or to anybody watching you know I'm like glad. i'm glad i have to be honest you know and even though it gets me 
yeah. gets me some crap, you know, but you know, it's, it's, right. it's my way of collecting, you know? So. And I love, I love how we do this show now and we have to, I don't think it's possible to do a YouTube channel the way we do and to read stuff like any more that you don't like, like, man, I can't yeah. imagine, right? Like, so I'm happy that you do that. And, and I'm, I love when we actually love when we disagree because it makes for fun <laughs> times, man. But, yeah. uh, for me, uh, it's something that kind of goes similar to what you, you know, what you just said. Um, I'm not afraid anymore to jump on a series that's an ongoing series that might be like in the middle of the series and it's a new story arc. Yeah. Um, before, I remember early on with you and I, if there was like a story going on and a new arc started on issue 25, I would want to go back and buy issue one through 24 <laughs> and then start on issue 25, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that, you know, that there's anything wrong with that. And if you really, really you heard something is really good and you want to go collect that, that's cool. Right. But don't be afraid to jump into a series if it's a brand new arc, uh, which I have done now, which in the past when we first started, I really I was like, dude, I got to get this whole run. Like if, yeah. if we're in the middle of Justice League, oh, shoot. Well, I got to at least go start when this whole volume, you know, like and yeah. that's not the case. Right. Like. There's no rush. Um, don't be afraid to start a new arc, and, and that's okay, right? Yeah, real, real quick, I'm gonna, I want to I want to get with Steve on this comment that he put here. But it's funny you mentioned Justice League when we first started out, guys. If we were we were starting at Justice League Rebirth when we got into comic books, yeah, we thought, well, you know what? What good is that? So we were collecting Rebirth and not reading it because we were still busy trying to collect. Uh, new 52 justice league and anything else yeah. all beforehand because we wanted to read all that oh, that's so right we could make that's sense. Right. <laughs> and that's crazy bro like you know how much yeah. money that is to go and Ooh. like buy but part of that fun was the hunt because we would go hunting we would go hunting for comic books to try to find them but uh real quick uh before we move on uh comic steve said uh, i had a hard time dropping stuff i'm a completionist we i think we both are to a point yeah. now yeah uh it's almost a compulsion that the last book i dropped was daredevil issue 19 then 25 happened so oh, I want to kind of uh, respond to that. I yeah. I used to be very much very bad at that. Like I had to get the whole thing, you know, the whole the whole order of it. You know, I had to get it all. Now, if something like that happens where I drop like Daredevil, let's say, and then twenty five mm -hmm. happens, well, that's the part of me where I figure, look, I've saved money from not getting nineteen to twenty four. Right. I saved that money. So if twenty five is big and it's like a twenty five dollar book, then I'll buy it. Figuring what I all the money I saved on a book that I wasn't enjoying reading, I turn that money into something I, I really do want, which is a first appearance or a minor key, and that's where I'll turn my money into something else. You know, I won't, and that's just what I tell myself. You know, that's how I've gotten better. I guess yeah. with this with this addiction, you know, I I, yeah. I I make sense of it that way. You know, instead of spending Definitely. four dollars a week uh, every month on a book, you know, that money that I haven't been spending on it, then I'll turn around and I'll buy one one big book and. I'll be happy with that first appearance, you know, because it's part of why I love comics, yeah. you know. So, I will say, Steve, I have no idea why you'd stop reading Daredevil. I don't want to make. <laughs> I don't know. I don't make you feel any worse, Steve. But it, uh, like, come on, man, come on. Yeah. But uh, let's let's get a couple more comments from the community here before we continue on. Uh, I know we're kind of this. I told you this is going to be a good conversation, yeah. man. Yeah, there's a lot to cover, a lot to unpack, and I, and I want us to be helpful to people. Um, so. Let's uh, let's do four more comments again. This this is great wisdom here. Uh, I'll start off. This is is it Sal Bushimi Bushimi Punt 
punch enthusiast. <laughs> Just take a break. No one is putting pressure on you to read your weekly stack, but you. I read a lot and I rotate stuff around, new, old, sometimes not even comics. A hobby isn't a hobby anymore when it feels like work and even worse, work with self-imposed deadlines. I love that. And we're going to, I think we're going to hit on some stuff that deals with that in a minute. That's also very true. But for like our case, like we don't have really that luxury. I mean, we got to, we got to kind of read. We did take a break last week though. Yeah, that's true. So uh, see Lauren, uh, friendly neighborhood says, uh, let's see, which one's first. Uh, Sometimes comic burnout happens for me when there's too much to keep up with. And I feel I can't keep up with it. Whether it's live personal issues or things going on in storylines with the big two I don't like or too many must-reads being thrown at me, it can be a lot. And then trying to come back in after I feel rejuvenated isn't always the easiest. I think it's important that we do our best to let people jump in whenever they can, whether they read comics weekly, monthly, or whenever. Reading comics at all at any time is amazing. Absolutely. So, That's kind of what yeah. I said a minute ago. It's it, yeah. man, It's perfect. Um, and I want to say, uh, I don't think we've acknowledged Ben Bills is in the house. So I just want to say hi, Ben. What's going on? I'm glad you could join us on Thursday evening here. Oscar and I are very alike. Sure. If I don't like it, I drop it. That's awesome. Let's do another sure. comment here. And this one is from Girls Talk Comics, who have been in the chat here. It says, comic fatigue and FOMO come hand, came hand in hand for me. There's pressure to stay current or up to date with new titles and to consume quickly. I stopped running that race and started exploring more. Branching into older titles and reading graphic novels really helped. I love that. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. Sorry. Go ahead. Read that next one. Uh, let's see here. We'll have three left after this. Oh, this one. Uh, not exactly legit. I usually just kind of wallow in the burnout for a couple of weeks, then try to find something that will spark my desire to read. I notice I burn out around key times of the year where stress levels are higher, like back to school, holidays, etc. It's also helpful to remember that the books aren't going anywhere. They'll be there waiting for me when I'm ready to read, ready to come back uh, to them. I took a break from comics last March until November-ish. Still was able to get caught up and have been pretty steady since. I think the accessibility now has curbed a lot of the am I missing out anxiety. So that so that's also been extremely helpful for me and my thought process. And it's pretty good. Absolutely, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on our on our outline here. Uh, we're gonna go down to say no to FOMO, right? Uh, which is kind of oh, yeah. what was going there, right? Um, and this is big, man. Right? We've talked about FOMO on the show, but FOMO, the fear yeah. of missing out, it will lead you down a path of chasing the desires of others and the masses, not necessarily your path and doing it your way, right? Yeah. So it, it goes back to that thing we're talking about. You're on social media. You're watching YouTube content. Uh, and that, and that's why I like I like that we keep it real here, Oscar. Like we're we're sharing with people how we do this, right? Because yeah, you see sometimes YouTube channels they're just throwing stuff out, you know, content, yeah. and and we're doing it. We know, but truthfully, the stuff that we're putting out, you you can bet money that Oscar and I are enjoying it. And if there's a disappointment yeah. of the week, if Batman does or Batman, if Oscar doesn't like Batman <laughs> Legends of the Dark Knight, number one, he talks about it, right? I love yeah. that, and so. Don't you know? Don't be afraid to miss out on something. I have missed out on a ton of books. Let me tell you, yeah. uh, a ton of books. Uh, and it's if I get them, great. You know, if if I don't, I'm at the place now where I'm like, okay, like I missed out on it. Like if I wasn't reading it and it was a key issue, I'm okay with that because um, I want to do it my way. And and it's not necessarily. I love collecting. I love the key issues. Yeah. My my version of collecting is just getting 
the characters that I really love. Like the stuff I have back here on my all around me, these are characters that I love. Bat you see Batman stuff all over my room, right? It's because I love Batman. I love Punisher. So that's the stuff I go heavy into. Um, David Vargas, he said, Yellow Hulk got me, right? And I, I was tempted to get uh, that. I remember that. Yeah, I was tempted to get that at the time. But who, like, I don't care about the Yellow Hulk, right? Like, why would I yeah. get that? You know, like, <laughs> and, that, and, and that's the thing, man. So let's, uh, let's, let's move on, Oscar. Um, this is number three of our tips to, to avoid comic fatigue, number three. And this is this is kind of a uh, this is kind of a funny not funny but I worded it but it's find the true north right and it's something to help you get back to what you love about comics and this can come in the in different forms right this can come I, I like what a girl's talking comic said she says she's now reading a lot more graphic novels doing it her way right so finding a true north this can be a book a routine a comic hunt um, but something that kind of helps you get back into the routine of, of getting enjoying the comics that you love so i want to ask you do you have something like this oscar something that kind of gets you back in the spirit uh, uh a, true, a true north so to speak i mean not, not to sound too sappy but uh i mean i know we've mentioned it before but like having having you as my brother my friend oh man bro. to talk about like comics and stuff like that it really does get me back into like you know it helps me to clear my mind i guess because like for instance, like the last couple of weeks, right, with work and, yeah. and crazy schedules, like there was times where I would be like, man, like I don't, I don't, I'm too tired. I don't want to read, or I just like it's just hard, you know, it's really, yeah. really hard. But when we would talk, and we would just talk about like the show or a good book, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me interested, you know. So that's that's the first part of it. And then there's there's something to like bagging and boarding books, or yeah. there's something to like going through my boxes that. It's very therapeutic. So yeah. that's something that I kind of do now. Like if I'm feeling like a certain kind of way or whatever, like I start, I start going through my books. Uh, I'll read bag and board, you know, some stuff or here and there, you know what I mean? And just, I just start like, there's something about putting things in order that kind of gets me like excited, you know, or I'll, yeah. I'll stand around and look at my, my toys, <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. see how much money I put into this stuff. And I'm like, man, it, this is like awesome stuff to have, you know, and yeah. not everybody has that, but Anyway, that's that is that's what it is for me, man. So, what 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 is uh what is your true north? You are my shining star. <laughs> 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 oh, dude! You know what? There's there's two things I want to mention, right? Um, there's two things I want to say, and one of them is something that I've started doing lately, and I usually do this on the weekend because we, we we're grinding, right? We're doing this yeah. YouTube channel, we're grinding, we're reading new comics. And of course, comics that we enjoy, we love it, right? But every now and then, especially on the weekend, I like to get something out of the ordinary um, that's not new comic related. Like this past weekend, I read the uh, the new Reckless book from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. So, and I've done this on a few occasions now because I've been collecting, uh, I've been trying to collect all of Ed Brubaker's work. So when I'm kind of feeling like, oh man, I don't really want to read you know, this, I have some of these books in my stack that I, I'm like, I don't really feel like reading those books right now. Yeah. I go pull out one of those Brubaker books and a hundred percent of the time, I'm, I'm not, I can't even, I'm not lying at all. A hundred percent of the time when I have got into one of those books, I, I'm, I, I'm just blown away. I love it, dude. So now my thing is if I'm feeling like that, I don't want to read my stack. I go pick up an Ed Brubaker book 
and I read uh, a great, one of his graphic novels or, or Criminal, um, something from Ed Brubaker, and it gets me <laughs> back in the mood, dude. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one. And my second thing that I've discovered in the last uh, like three months or so, uh, and this is more particular into the uh, into what we do here with with the YouTube channel and Lost in Comics is like I said, we're grinding. And again, I don't want to be super sappy, but you and I have dedicated once a month getting together um, yeah. and having some drinks, having some food together, talking about life. And that for me has really like I went like not that I was getting fatigued before, but it's just you it's added this drive for me just yeah. getting together with you uh, and, and being able to talk. You know, we talk about comics, we talk about the show, the YouTube thing. So that helps, right? Having an outlet. Yeah. So again, you know, you are my true north, man. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, guys. But you guys need to find something in your life is what we're saying, right? That you can kind of help get you back out of that funk. And sometimes it might just be taking a break or just putting those books that you, the stack aside and being like, okay, I'm just going to yeah. read this thing that I, I've been wanting to read for a long time. Go pick it up and read it. And I will segue that into saying maybe Lost in Comics can be your true North Star. Yeah. Maybe we can help you get back into it when you're not, you know? I think that's why when we first yeah. started this channel, that was one of the things we wanted was people yeah. to love comic books, to first show them why we love it and do different aspects, be silly. I mean, some of the stuff we, we, we did, we took chances on being dumb and silly, you know, and stuff that's not really like our natural way of doing things but we wanted to show all sides of comics you know so yeah hopefully we can help you guys and heck yeah even in the smallest ways you know so <laughs> definitely dude and i want to say uh hi spidey comic book action uh this dude has been awesome he's been retweeting our stuff on uh on twitter and he's been watching our content so i just want to say i think this might be his first or second time in the live chat just want to say what is up dude thank you for joining us uh we are on to the last tip of avoiding comic fatigue and that is this right here, guys. It is uh, number four. Oh, before I say number four, the, I like the comment there from Steve, right? I sort of got yeah. into the funk when you guys skipped the show last week, so it's kind of your fault. And that's I whenever whenever he made that post on Twitter, I told him on the comments, I was like, "Is this what happens whenever we miss a week of Lost in yeah. Comics? You start talking stupid, Steve? Like, you know?" <laughs> but um, all right. So here's the last thing, guys. Tip number four. Uh, for staying you know avoiding comic fatigue and that is stay grounded in reality so getting lost in comics is something special and different right so embrace what's around you outside of comics right like i keep going back adam said earlier this is his escape from reality right and that's mm -hmm. that's what you want it to be right so it's easy to get so lost in the rabbit trail and so lost in comics that you really do forget what's important in life. Um, but you know, if you have a family, have a wife that you need to take care of and, and kids embrace that, right? Yeah. Em embrace that stuff because whenever you do get lost in comics, it feels even more special. Um, and there's, there's many things in, in reality, right. That we have to stay grounded to our jobs, things like that. Um, and it, but if you do that and you embrace that stuff, it will leave you wanting and longing for that escape. Um, and what did you have anything to say about that? No, I, I agree. I think with us both being like family, family men, right. Uh, the, knowing the important things in life, uh, yeah. 
because uh, I think that was a time very early on in comics where we would put aside, mm-hmm. you know, kind of those things because we wanted to like buy books and or spend time reading them, you know, and trying to catch up. And you know, on some level, we kind of like maybe didn't always do like the the, the best thing first, but um, I think that uh, that definitely, you know, uh, knowing what's important in life, you know what I mean, and it kind of it'll kind of bring you full circle, you know what I mean, to really enjoy yeah. your hobby then, you know what I mean, when you have that freedom right. to to really enjoy it, you know, so, yeah. And I think, um, I think kind of going hand in hand with that is just, um, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? My mind just went blank, but I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I looked down and out at the chat and I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, you know, embrace what's around you guys, embrace your family, embrace, embrace all the, the great things that you have going in your life. And then you come get lost in comics with us. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say is, you know, I know this. I don't know if this sounds silly or not, but I don't think it does. But, you know, I have certain time blocks in my week um, where, you know, and I I love my wife, man. I'm so thankful. But she gives me these little blocks of time and I utilize those blocks of time like to the extreme like if i have an hour to work on the show or an hour to read comics like i'm all in on that hour man and i'm 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 focused yeah. i'm going so if that helps you guys in your personal life you know set you know set that time like you know i'm sure your wives your husbands want to do stuff like you know for instance in our wives i'm sure they want to get their hair done um <laughs> like you want them to be able to enjoy that stuff right like you want to have them be able to set that time aside um whatever it is that they enjoy doing and and same thing for us right we want to be able to set that little block of time so that hey i'm dedicating this portion of time um to comics right so you're just not all over the place and like oh can i do it now can i do it now but you're just you know you have these little blocks of time where you're able to do that stuff Uh, and i i just it goes without saying i know we both appreciate our wives and our family for letting us do do this so but there you have it guys uh we all go through uh, comic burnouts. I hope this was was helpful to you guys. Uh, the last thing we want you guys to do is quit the hobby and we're. Oh man, we're losing you. We're losing you, Chris. <laughs> oh man. Let's see. I don't know where he went. Can you can you hear me? No, we lost him. Well, let's see. I guess while he's gone, I don't know what he was going to say, but uh, I guess real quick, uh, we're going to wrap that part up anyways. I'll give you my bottom of the stack real quick, guys. Uh, That's how we end the show anyways. So uh, real quick, Chris does his five books that he's looking forward to reading every week, and I give you the books that I'm looking forward to as far as covers go. And uh, oh, let's see if he's back here. Are you back? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I was burned out. I was fatigued, and I left. (laughs) Yeah, you were you were gone for a good while, but I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like, <laughs> but um, can I can I say one thing before we end our whole conversation there? Yeah, go for it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to tell everybody thank you, everybody who commented on the post that we put out uh, for the topic tonight. It's very helpful. Again, it helps a lot of people in the chat. It helps us tremendously. Um, so when we have these conversations, we will continue to post that stuff on social media, and we really really appreciate the feedback. Um, and we 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 love you guys. So all right. We're doing bottom of the stack. Yeah. 
All so right. I guess, I guess I'll I guess I'll run first since I was already starting anyway. So okay. Awesome. Uh, covers to look out for next week, guys. So we got aliens. Let's see here. Oh, I don't want to pop up here. This is aliens oh, number three. It's a one in twenty-five tan variant. Uh, so yeah, that's it's a pretty freaking awesome cover there. Um, it's beautiful. Let's see. I'm trying to shorten the screen. Okay. Here. And then next up, uh, number two, we got uh, Something is Killing the Children, number 16. It's a big-time collectibles, uh, Soyan exclusive. Man. I love that cover, man. That's a that's a freaking that's awesome, awesome cover. And then if you're not tired of it yet, uh, we got <laughs> another uh, Something is Killing the Children, issue, issue 16. This is a Frankie's Comics exclusive wow. uh, by Ji-Yuang uh, Ji Lee. It's a foil variant. Uh, man, I wish I... I I have a hard time finding these books sometimes, but uh, these are books I would definitely love to have in my collection. And then uh, next up, we have the Department of Truth, number nine. It's oh, a Gallagher man. Gallagher exclusive. This is limited to seven hundred copies. Oh shoot! So if you can find this, guys, get it. This cover is freaking legit, man. So, uh, and then last up, uh, we got Haha. It's a Wanted Comics exclusive Gallagher set, and that is a pretty awesome, uh, awesome picture in itself right there so anyway that is my uh bottom of the stack for next week on cover nice guys. dude great great picks and my bottom of the stack guys is books that i am looking forward to reading next new comic book day and you mentioned it something is killing the children issue number 16 can't wait this is the start of the new arc for something's killing the children from boom studios next up really anticipating this one Philadelphia issue 13 also the yes. new start of a new arc cannot wait dude for some yeah, more Philadelphia. I feel like it's been on hiatus for a long time, so we're finally getting the start of the new arc. Yeah. Uh, next up, another one of my favorites, Department of Truth, issue number nine. I love this book, man. Love, love, love it. Um, next up, Action Comics 1031. Philip Kennedy Johnson has been killing it on both yeah. Superman and Action, but specifically Action has just been, it's just been fire, man. And last but not least, The Last Ronin, issue number three. Yes. Finally getting uh, getting that issue. Those things take forever to come out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, they do. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but no, dude, I know. But uh, so glad uh, for it, man. Next week's going to be a huge new comic book day. There's a lot of <sighs> a lot of good books, man. It's but, crazy. Uh, man. Yeah, man. Another great issue. That was issue seventy four, guys. Uh, had a great time. Had a great time with you, man. Yeah, I had a great time, bros. It's always a blast, man. It's always uh, it's always sad when that has to come to an end, right? But it's always a true north for us too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 guys if you're in the chat right now and you've uh, you got here late or whatever thank you for joining us if you're doing the rewatch uh please make sure you like this video and if you're watching and you haven't subscribed to the channel please do so right now leave us a comment uh on the video guys i, I want to know if this was helpful for you guys if anybody was going through comic fatigue or burnout just let us know if that if this helped you out uh, we like to hear about that stuff and we like to know that you're enjoying the content um, but and just to let you guys know, we have a lot of content dropping, dropping, uh, often lately. We've been doing a lot of comic short reviews. Uh, Oscar has been doing a lot of, uh, if you didn't, if you don't know, now, you know, spec books every single Monday, uh, I'm doing uh, reviews. And then tomorrow I will have my top three comics of this new comic book day, uh, come out tomorrow morning. So we got a lot going on here, guys. Enjoy it. Drink it up. Get lost in comics. Uh, we love you guys so much. That's right. Uh, Oscar, I love you. Love you too, brother. We can't do this without you guys either in the chat. Off to next week. Off to next week, guys. We will see you next week on issue 75 of Lost in Comics. Yeah. Have a great night. Peace. Paul, see you later.